Hey everyone and welcome once again to the How Do You Health podcast. We are on episode 11 today. Holy crap guys, it's so cool. Uh, Thanks for tuning in as always. I'm Allison. Please make sure to rate and review this podcast wherever it is you're listening, whether it's iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher. Uh, Heck, if you're even looking, heck, who says heck like that? Sorry, that was lame. Um, Anyway, if you're listening on any of those platforms, definitely rate and review, uh, subscribe, but also even if you go back to this podcast on Facebook Live, throw a comment up there too. We would love to have you um, engage with us anywhere you like to listen to the podcast. If you leave us a nice review, then we like to read those on the air, so keep that in mind. We'd love to shout you out on here. Okay, before we get to our speaker for today, a couple quick announcements. Um, First of all, just thank you guys. We are so grateful to have you in our lives, every single one of you, whether you're a customer at MSW Lounge or someone who's just listening to this from wherever you are. Uh, We really appreciate you tuning in, and we appreciate our clients so much um, for, for supporting MSW Lounge in the past year. It's been quite a ride and uh, we can't wait to see where it takes us next. Figured I would throw that out there since it is Thanksgiving week when this podcast is being published. A couple advertisements real quick. We are brought to you as always by Slenderella. This week I wanted to touch on Slenderella Glow for you. Slenderella Glow is our classic liver detox combination of top of the line FDA approved vitamins. It also includes a glow mix, which um, we created ourselves, our other nurse practitioner, Jonathan, created um, the, the exact mix of vitamins and minerals that goes into it. But the glow portion of Slenderella Glow is made to help improve skin, hair, nails, and your mood. So not only are you physically glowing, you're also emotionally glowing. And it's a super awesome shot and IV that a lot of clients have been loving lately. So Slenderella Glow, ask about it next time you're at MSW Lounge or ask your local nursing center or IV center to bring Slenderella where you are if you're not in the Austin area. But if you're in Austin, Texas, come to MSW Lounge. We'll hook you up with some Slenderella. We're also brought to you by Flabs to Fitness a online health and wellness website specializing in nutrition and workout coaching online as well as brand management for other health companies Um, and as always workouts that can be done in 20 minutes and can be done anywhere always including pregnancy and and knee injury modifications too Last but not least, Paleo Valley. Paleo Valley creates superfood bars that are delicious, um, made completely with all paleo-friendly ingredients, meaning they're gluten-free, soy-free, refined sugar-free, dairy-free, all that good stuff. They also make grass-fed beef sticks that are naturally fermented, so you can get some good probiotics in there. Those are also soy, gluten, dairy, sugar-free, and they're also additive-free, so 
Woo! Uh, use the code FLABS2FITNESS. That is F-L-A-B-S-T-O FITNESS at checkout, and you'll get 20% off your order through the end of November. Pretty cool stuff. Paleo Valley's delicious. I love it. Those beef sticks are keto-friendly as well if you're on a high-fat diet, so definitely check them out and use that code to get you some savings. Okay, guys. For this episode of the podcast, we talked with the yogi dentist, as she is known on Insta, on the Insta, the Instagram. Um, her name is Jenny, uh, Dr. Jen Perna, otherwise known as, um, she works in Westlake Hills as a dentist, and it was a super awesome talk. We got into some hot topics like the fluoride in our water, um, as well as flossing and brushing and what exactly brushing our teeth does for us because I don't think a lot of people actually actually know what part of the brushing the teeth um, is actually doing anything for your te- tooth health and uh, Jenny definitely shed some light on that for us so it was pretty cool to talk to her and hear her and John get into it about fluoride a little bit which is always cool so I uh, hope you guys enjoy it rate, review, subscribe and thanks for listening have a great one alright awesome so we have been uh, talking a little bit, but I want to formally introduce a wonderful dentist here to my right. This is Dr. Jenny Perna, yeah. and she is over here in Westlake, uh, down the street from us, actually in Westlake mm-hmm. Hills. And we wanted to bring her on today to talk to about uh, health and wellness when it comes to not only your teeth, but just overall everything incorporated. Uh, she is a big yogi. Uh, if you follow yeah. her on Instagram, it's yogi dentist right yes and then uh, she was going to talk a little bit about some of the vitamins and nutrition that pertain to oral health as well as uh, dentistry and what she does in her everyday practice so dr. Jenny where are you from originally so I grew up in Florida I was born in Connecticut but I don't consider myself a winter baby at all um, grew up in Florida kind of went all over in Florida for school and whatnot I actually grew up dancing, um, thought yeah? I wanted to be a dancer. Okay, yeah. what kind of dancing? I did a lot of contemporary, I did everything, yeah? that's what they make you do, but I really like contemporary dancing, so when I first graduated high school, I went to New York to dance, and then quickly realized that it's a little bit of an unstable career, Yeah. you know, it's job to job, so yeah. decided to flip into something that was a little more stable for me, Yeah. went back to Florida, finished my education at the University of Florida. Cool. Go Gators. Go Gators, of course. Go Gators. Chomp, chomp. Got to. Yeah. We're not very good this year. But <laughs> one down year, but, right? That's yeah, it. <laughs> yeah, one. One. It's only been one. So, um, and then I did my dental school training in Fort Lauderdale. Awesome. And then uh, practiced a few years in Jacksonville. And then now I'm here. You are a Florida girl. I'm a Florida girl. That's awesome. I love Florida, but I love Austin. Austin is not <laughs> hard to love, right? I know. Like, yeah. If I had to leave Florida, yeah, I Austin's mean, where to go. You said yeah. you've only been here a couple months too, right? Yeah, only yeah. a couple months. We moved here at the end of September. Awesome. So and you're still getting situated. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. When yeah. I first moved here, I was a little confused where I lived. And I was like, there's nothing around here. Because I thought I was moving into the city, like the downtown. Oh, okay. Oh, no, I live off South Congress. There's a lot to do. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was that, very That's confused. like still almost downtown. But people are like, that's South Austin. No, I don't know. No, no, yeah. <laughs> today i was like oh yeah well i'm a north side girl like i sorry it takes me a while to get south down south and she was like wait are we down south right now like she had no idea the yeah way out of the town. yeah no. so for our people who have not been to austin just fyi if you do come south congress is a great place to go visit <laughs> because there's 
shopping, there's, so there's restaurants, all like oh, you know, music, all the local there's music. There. Music. Yeah, I yeah. Mean, you're John touting the South Side all day. So. I am. I'm a proud <laughs> South Austin night. I grew I up it. in South Austin. I, I still it. will live there till I probably die because there's I don't so much. See to why do. not? Yeah, there's I don't so much. See to why do. not? There's so much culture there. I love it. Right. Love it. So, so coming to Austin, you obviously saw a change in scenery. We don't have hurricanes here, right? Well, when we were moving here. Um, Harvey was hitting Houston. Oh, okay. And so. then a week after, Irma hit our family. So okay. we were like sandwiched. You brought between. it. You brought it all this on us. us. It might have been Okay, us. all right. <laughs> so other than that, it's not normally that type of weather. No, here, no, right? no, no, Okay. No. So like, obviously, you heard about the, the outdoor activities here in Austin, yeah. right? So you do, what do you do for exercise? So my main thing is I recently got into HIIT training, high okay. interval intensity yep. training. I like to change my workouts, but the one thing that's always been consistent is yoga. So like I'll change up. I'll go for runs, short runs. My body started rejecting running like long distance. What's a short run? Like a couple miles, three miles, maybe four or five if I'm feeling up for it. Um, I used to actually compete, not compete, but like do half marathons. And then my body was like, you know what? This is a little too much impact. So I've recently gotten into like the HIIT training, which I'm really liking. But also yoga. Yoga has always been a pretty consistent thing in my life. So why why yoga? Oh, we were talking about this earlier. I think it's because it really gets you in touch with your body and then with your spirit as well. So, like, it really is my time. I think because I grew up dancing and my release was always very artistic and with my body, that yoga gives me a similar outlet so that... I mean, if you watch me in a yoga class, I probably look like I'm in my own world. Yeah. Which is where I want to be. Yeah, exactly. So it's pretty much it. That's awesome. Yeah. So how often do you do yoga? I do yoga every day. Every day? Every day. A lot of times it's going to be a home practice, though. Sure. You know, um, just kind of stretching out, doing my own flow, getting like a yoga wheel and stretching over that is my favorite thing Wait, to do. what's a yoga wheel? Like a yoga pro, like wheel. Have you ever seen those? No, it's like the physio oh balls? Oh my gosh. Well, no, it's a wheel. If you have a, it's amazing. Okay. I'll have to show you. Okay, yeah, because this is new to me. There's so many things that you can do. A lot of times, I, because in dentistry, we're we're always like hunched over, right? Sure. So our posture and our backs are terrible. Yeah. So just like laying back on this thing, it just stretches out everything. Is it similar like they have in like gymnastics gyms? Have you ever been to one of those? Bra- oh, but those are gonna be the bigger, like that's a yeah, big version of it. Yeah, because that's what they used yeah. to teach us, like what, what they call it, the wheel pose in yes. yoga. They used to, to use those to teach yeah. us how to do back bends yeah. and gymnastics. I used to use that when I was younger too. Yeah. I think I know what you're talking about, but this is like a like a smaller version okay. of it, which is yeah. really legit. Okay, cool. Yeah. So this is obviously for postural yeah. like issues obviously from dentistry but you can use it for stretching a lot of people use it for inversions to kind of try and get like a hollow back so they yeah. have something like resisting against them that's what i can practice with so i can complete my wheel yeah no yeah. it's really good because yeah. you can get back and then you can push up from it so that's it what uses I'm trying as to. a back get, support you can get it for the yoga studio okay that's what i, I was kind of thinking it's like a prop it's right it's like yeah, yeah it's, it's a prop. okay it's a prop. Right. that's cool yeah. see i've only been doing yoga for like I don't know what six nine months now, like since this year. So I'm still yeah. learning the lingo. Yeah. But um, but I'm with you. I, I think uh, that spiritual connection is what gets to me because I mean even with your hit training, you probably don't connect the same way and feel the same way as right. you get done with like a yoga class. No, right? it's like you get that yoga like bliss. 
You know, yeah. you don't necessarily get that all the time with working out. I feel like. No, of course you get like <laughs> a pure adrenaline, and you're yeah, like, you're just, just like, like pumped up, and you can conquer yeah. the world, <laughs> yeah. which is great. But yeah. it's not that like that zen feel afterwards. Yeah, I agree yeah. completely. I feel it. So, so you're outdoors, yeah. uh, you're indoors, working out. It doesn't matter. You got the sunlight outside today. It's beautiful. What else are you doing? Like, because it sounds like you're pretty healthy. So, what else do you do? I am. I mean, I've always tried to eat healthy. I think what you put in your body is essentially who you are and what you are. Um, so I pretty much lived a I have recently been putting a little bit more protein into my diet because I realized I was maybe not getting as much my friends make fun of me like I'm a rabbit because I could eat salads all day every day sure. that's it yeah. I enjoy it I think salad is perfect yeah <laughs> um but I try to stay away from anything processed I okay. really don't eat processed foods anything that's fresh that will die in a couple days is kind of how I like to keep it yeah that's cool you know okay, like, yeah, yeah. if if I can't store it in my cabinet for more than a few days it's probably probably too bad you know so are you vegan i'm not i've dabbled with it i gotta tell you the one not maybe the one reason a big reason why i haven't actually gone in full vegetarian or vegan is because i really like to travel and when i travel i like to try the cuisine because i think it's part of their culture and so if i travel and then i limit myself as to what i can eat i don't know i'm getting that full experience okay is that a weird reason for not doing it no 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 no, i thought it was because you moved to texas and barbecues everywhere well that too yeah Yeah. well plus in a lot of places you can't like in germany you can't find vegan food because what is that what does that mean right no, there's, I know. No, there's no german it's like i'll have the vegan. pretzel please like i don't know <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> you want, so you want just one sausage yeah you want one sausage <laughs> no sauerkraut or sauerkraut yeah all right so yeah. just one got yeah. it well no i get that it's like uh we have people who are like gluten-free here because mm-hmm. they have the availability mm-hmm. and then they go to like italy and they're like I'm gonna eat yeah. all the pasta I can, and I'm like, when in Rome, really, yeah. like, yeah. So yeah, I, I have get to. That. So you have to. so now you're kind of looking at what you put in your body as like what fuel for you, nutrients. Like what what do you look at food as? Like what is your food? Fuel and nutrients. Yeah. You know, I think it's a everything's a balance in life. So like, yeah, honestly, my biggest guilt food is chips and guac. I could eat that <laughs> every day too. Um, You're a Texan now. It. You're a Texan Is that now. it? Oh, yeah, you know what it is. it is though too, what got me into it. So I lived in Jacksonville Beach and for some reason, every time they open a new restaurant, it's tacos. Well, every single time. Of course. And so I really just got mad at <laughs> eating chips and guac and then I moved to Austin. I'm like, well, perfect. <laughs> wait, wait, so they don't have like chips and guac like at every restaurant like in well, Florida? Well, I, I guess I just didn't like I don't know. I just didn't start eating it until I realized every restaurant around me was yeah, like just here, like, like here. Every place here. It doesn't matter if it's like American, like yeah, like Italian. Probably they're like we have chips <laughs> and salsa in the back just in case, just, just in case, like just me. in case. I mean, you like want. the paleo restaurant in town, even like their specialty dish is like. Chips and guac, like they make it really fancy, but like everyone orders the chips. Well, and it's guac. it's easy to say it's gluten free because it's all like corn chips, I know, right? I know. Like, we got gluten free chips here, you know. Yeah. Like uh, Maddie's, they have it like in the plastic bag for you, so you get to open it yourself. Yeah. But yeah, every chips and salsa. Like if you want to open a restaurant in Austin, you need a rooftop patio or a patio <laughs> serve margaritas yeah, and then chips outdoor. and salsa and that's it that's it that's, Th- that's all you need so, but uh <laughs> but no so besides the chips and guac i mean that's not really that bad no it's not that bad but um i do try to keep everything in balance during the weeks i'm typically eating like a salad with some sort of protein in it and then at night eating something with protein a little less carbs more of like the veggies kind of thing and then on the weekends i don't know i'm i'm a little i love food I love trying, like, great restaurants. So, like, I'm not going to sit there and be like, mm, 
This one's fried. Uh, <laughs> that's that's funny because I feel like I can do that now, though. Be well, I mean, like you're you're new to the area, right? So you're like trying everything, right? right. Like I said, I tried this dish here yeah. and all that. Now it's kind of like. All I do is go to Kirby Lane because I know like I can get a burger at any given time. I get gluten free pancakes. I literally yeah. ate Kirby Lane four times last week because yeah. I was here so much. Yeah, because <laughs> they, they cater to those types of diets, right, right? Right. Yeah. And that's the nice thing about Austin that we've noticed is that they do cater more to people who like are more nutritious, and it's not, yeah. you know, for instance, my boyfriend is a meat eater loves me yeah. i have tried to get him into like meatless mondays and like try to spice <laughs> oh things. that's a theme yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> trying 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 that's awesome um but there's like a vegan place right next to us and he actually said he wanted to go on his own and i thought that was really cool i'm like good austin driving off at you <laughs> that's cool yeah well he's gonna feel like the outcast right, right. what do you mean you eat meat right oh my god <laughs> well like so like go back to the protein so yeah. what do you notice now that you're having more protein in your diet more muscle growth probably yeah. is the biggest thing but I, that's also with the HIIT training. I'm hungrier that's because I'm doing HIIT training. That's also with a lot of women. They just, they tend to overeat carbs and undereat fat and protein. Yeah. So that's basically it. I mean, my diet was a lot of vegetable carbs. I think mm -hmm. that's what a lot of it was. And yeah. The, and which is great for you. Which is great. And then, but I wasn't necessarily getting also fats. I've been eating a lot of nuts lately, yeah. which is a good source of protein yeah. as well. Um, and, but just really just eating the meat. I've seen my energies up a lot. Yeah. And then also seeing like muscle growth and definition, yeah, which has helped my back a lot in okay. dentistry. So being able to like strengthen my back and yeah. and strengthen my core even more has helped a lot with my back issues. That's cool. Yeah, that's awesome. So like, you're not the typical doctor who talks about stuff like this, right? Do you, all your dentist friends talk about stuff like this with you? Not necessarily. Yeah, <laughs> they're not eating. Yes they're no. not eating healthy and taking care of their core well, and all that. Doctors are the worst patients. Yeah. <laughs> but no, most of them are. I think the older you get, the more you realize that you can't, like, house McDonald's and feel good the next day, you know? Um, especially yeah. with, like, late night studying. You'd be studying, you'd be snacking, you'd be studying, you'd be snacking. It's just not good. When was the last time you ate McDonald's? It's Honestly. It's been a long time. If it's that long, it's been a long it's time. It's been a really long time. Yeah. Allison, but... When I first moved here, in and out. Within an hour. Oh. oh my god! <laughs> I had to. Uh, it's it's a California yeah. thing That's though. That's I know. Like so Whataburger weird. I know. Yeah. Did you at least go to Whataburger? After? I haven't, but they have Whataburgers in Florida. Oh. Okay. Uh, well, that's the debate here. That's our Texas pride is saying we have Whataburger. We don't need In and Out. We don't need In and Out. I mean, In and Out's See, pretty good. But in Austin, like <laughs> the In and Out competitor is P Terry's, and I love yeah. P Terry's. I I like if I have to like. You want you need your your craving. Like if I I have had I've had P Terry's in the last month at some point. Like I had like a performance or something. I'm an actress, so like yeah. I like had a show and it was like ten thirty at night and it was like I am starving and I haven't gone like it like the next day it was gonna go to the grocery store. So I was like, Shit. Yeah. I need to go get something and so I like went and got I P Terry's. Been to P -Terry's. But like yeah, I mean the cool thing about them is they are like they're still fast food, so it's not great, but like. They are conscious and like they will like the same way in and out will they'll do protein style yeah. so they'll do a lettuce wrap bun and then like they they do source their stuff locally yeah. like they get the potatoes cool. from farms around yeah here it's the cleanest way stuff. to probably have fast food it's the yeah. cleanest fast food but it's still fast food yeah. so you know but that's that I can't remember the last time I had McDonald's I can't remember yeah. the last time well I mean either I mean I just I don't feel the need to do it like yeah. and it smells gross. Well, it looks gross. Like, it has yoga mat in the meat. So, like, why in the world am I going to think that's a good thing to eat, right? Put in my body. My favorite thing is when someone, like, some 
researcher came out, like they were studying Taco Bell's like beef or oh, something. Yeah, it's and they were like, you know, it's mostly it's not day. beef, right? And Taco Bell just came out and was like, yeah, we know. And you <laughs> still <laughs> eat it. Like, like what? Like, you didn't know that? Like, are you, you <laughs> kidding I was like, yeah, duh. Taco Bell didn't even care. They were like, yeah, here's a middle finger to you. We're going to keep making this because everyone loves it. Well, I was starting to read like ingredients for some of the food since we're on nutrition. And yeah. like they put like wood pulp in for like some of the foods as like a packing agent that's great you know so i'm like all right that's awesome so like you don't really know what you're getting if you're going to a fast food restaurant right so like yeah. with you you're like saying i know exactly what i'm putting into my body right. so i got to know where the source is coming from right right yeah so exactly do you, do you cook a lot of your own meals too then um i do and i use snap kitchen here a lot <laughs> oh yeah because it's easy it's like it's everywhere so easy. now they deliver yeah. it's just it's oh easy. my gosh. We're busy, you know? And yeah, of course. Sometimes I rather would not cook, but I do enjoy it. Now, it's kind of um, a relaxing thing for me, too. Now, I have to ask since we're on yeah. nutrition, yeah. and the location of your dentist office is right next to a cupcake store. It is. Was that planned? <laughs> Who planned that? Not sure. Yeah? <laughs> um, strategically planned, I would assume. Yeah, you're like, this is good for business here, right? I'm just going to keep dropping all my business card with them. Well, I guess the thing is, yes, obviously cakes will cause cavities and whatnot, but, I mean, there's so many. I don't have to create the dentistry, really. Yeah, yeah, people... Have, <laughs> it's there. People have teeth, you yeah, know? Yeah, so so let's, let's talk about that then. So, like, as far as nutrition goes, like, mm -hmm. we know that calcium and vitamin D is good for the teeth and all mm -hmm. that, but, like, if you were to recommend nutritional advice, like, for, for a dentist, like, yeah. from a dentist perspective, what would yeah. you recommend? Well, calcium, what you touched on, calcium and vitamin D are really important when your teeth are developing. Mm -hmm. So those are going to be what's deposited into your enamel. It's going to make it really strong, just like how it makes your bones strong. Sure. Um, things that you're really going to want to stay away from is sugar. I mean, obviously. Okay. So wait, wait what is sugar? <laughs> but I'll explain. I'll explain. Yeah, yeah. What's the sugar? So, so the reason that you want to stay away from sugars, it's sugars and a lot of like starchy things too. Right. So you want to stay away from it because it's just food for bacteria. Okay. So when the bacteria gets in contact with this, it's like, perfect, Thanksgiving meal's here, right? Yep. Like, I can eat everything. And so when the, the bacteria is processing these sugars, it's creating acid. Okay. And so this acid that we have in our mouth starts to eat away at our enamel. So when you eat away at your enamel, it becomes weaker, and then the bacteria can actually penetrate into the tooth and start causing cavities. So that's why sugar is terrible. And that goes, but it's not just sugar, it's sodas because it has a, a very low pH. It's very acidic. Um, teas are really acidic. Fruit, something that's healthy for us. Okay. If it has acid in it, it can be detrimental to the it's teeth. It's over there. Um, so if, I remember my dentist when I was growing up would always say like, hey, you drink a lot of sodas, right? Yeah. And I was like, yeah. He's like, well, it's gonna basically chip away at your yeah. enamel. And I remember as a kid, I was like, well, what's going to be the problem with that? And he's like, well, you're just going to see me forever. Yep, I was like, well, well I'll just, just keep it. drinking sodas then. I mean, that's fine. I'll be like, <laughs> like, I don't mind. Yeah, I'll give you more business. That's fine, <laughs> right? But but you're saying it's like a feeding ground. Like sugar, yeah. obviously, we now know is detrimental in so many things. But right. you're saying from a dentist aspect, it is like throwing gasoline on the fire. Basically. Yeah. Basically. It's just giving the bacteria something to eat to deteriorate the tooth, to penetrate the tooth, and then once you're into the tooth, I mean, a dental infection is a serious thing. Yeah. If you let it get to that point, it can be life-threatening. Usually, people get work done beforehand, but I've seen it where I've been in the OR draining, yeah. you know, a, an external incision and, and draining a tooth, a tooth, basically, that just abscessed. So, yeah. Yes, you you want to stay away from sugar. So do you just cringe every time you see someone bite into like a brownie or something? Like, no, are you like I judging people or what? No, not at all. Because I do it too. <laughs> we just, you have to be able to like know how to counteract it and right. know what you can do to counteract it and limit it. Don't yeah. 
One of the main things, and I think a lot of people don't realize this, is that it's better for you, like let's say, you're like, you know what, I want this brownie. It's better for yeah. you to eat the brownie, eat the whole brownie, be done with the brownie, and then let your teeth sit for about 30 minutes, brush and floss, and you're done. If you're constantly like snacking or drinking during the day, you're just gonna be causing a constant acidic environment in your mouth. And so bacteria is gonna be like, this is great. Yeah. I'm enjoying this. And your teeth are gonna be like, this is terrible. You yeah. know, I'm, I'm deteriorating basically. What do you think about alkalinic water? Would that it help turns, at all? I mean, it could. The good thing though is that you have a natural buffer. Your saliva is a natural buffer. So it's gonna bring it back to a basic level and then fluoride's a hot topic, but fluoride also um, helps, especially when it's in your saliva, yeah. to be able to kind of flush out and, and remineralize the teeth. Yeah. Um, in terms of the water, I mean, it can't hurt. It's drinking it, it's sure. gonna bring it more basic, you know, anything you can do. And I'll say that too, like if you're going to be eating something sugary and let's say you can't brush your teeth right, you know, sure. 30 minutes after, then drink some water. So there's no reason you shouldn't be yeah, using a basic like another one. buffer. Yeah, yeah, it won't hurt. Yeah. So, I, I don't know if there's research into, like, it absolutely helps your teeth, but can't hurt. Yeah, I mean, obviously, water's <laughs> helpful yeah. on many different levels. So, so you mentioned fluoride. Yes. All right, so let's get into it. Let's All right, get into fluoride. so you're a dentist. I am. You are a proponent of fluoride. I am. Okay, why? So we'll break fluoride down okay. very simply. There's two ways that you can get it. You can get it systemically through your water, okay. or you can get it topically, and that's going to be in toothpaste, mouth rinse, or if you get, like, a treatment in the office. Okay. So systemically is really gonna help when the teeth are developing. So when you're a kid and your adult teeth are under the gums and they're forming and they're becoming all cool, mighty teeth, it's gonna put fluoride into those teeth as well. The topical goes on the teeth. It's gonna help more once your teeth are in your mouth. Okay. And so basically what fluoride does, that enamel of your tooth is made of a mineral called hydroxyapatite. What fluoride does is it makes a chemical reaction and it changes the hydroxyapatite to fluorohydroxyapatite, mm -hmm. which actually makes the enamel stronger. Okay. So it's harder, it does a few cool things. So it's harder for bacteria to penetrate, it's harder for bacteria to stick on it, it's harder for bacteria to produce acid, and then when your teeth are in that demineralized state after having an acid, it's losing its minerals. Mm -hmm. Um, you naturally remineralize, but fluoride will help it remineralize okay. a little bit quicker for us. Okay. I know there's a huge debate about it. Yeah. Um, truth be told, I'm not going to sit and have an argument. Like, if right. you came into my office and you're like, I'm not doing fluoride, I'll say, fine, yeah. let me give you the facts so you have them, yeah. and then you choose. You know, um, I'll be there for you. Yeah, if you of get course. a cavity, yeah, I'll, of I'll course, still yeah, be yeah, here. Of course. Um, but a couple of facts about fluoride and the toxicity. So the amount of fluoride in water is pretty much equivalent to like one minute in two years. So in your water, it's 0.7 to one parts per million. Okay. So it's all just numbers and whatnot. Sure. But in order for fluoride to be toxic, you need to ingest about five to 10 grams of fluoride within a sitting. Mm -hmm. And that's about 10 to 20,000 times the amount you're gonna get in an eight ounce glass of water. Okay. So. Is fluoride toxic? Yes, at extreme levels though. I know in issues with the lipid, lipid solubility mm -hmm. as well, and it's sitting there as well, but if you're active and you're, you know, you're energetic and you're burning fats, you're not gonna have as much of that. Um, 
But listen, I mean, I'm, I think the best thing you can ever be in your profession is curious. Sure. So I constantly am checking out research yeah. to see what's out there and reading articles. And if anything changes, then we'll change our philosophy. Right. But at this point, it's been the single best thing we've done to prevent cavities, especially in kids. Because once they have that fluoride as a kid, while teeth are developing, they're, when their adult teeth come in, they're already resistant. Yeah. 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 Um, it is such a hot topic because when you bring it up, it's like bringing up the vaccine issue, right? Like mm -hmm. there's so many people who are for it and against mm -hmm. it. I mean, I remember uh, San Marcos, they had a like a city hall meeting basically saying we're keeping it out of our, our drinking water. Mm -hmm. And I was just mentioning that Buda did the same thing recently. They said we're banning it too. Austin obviously has had fluoride for years. Mm -hmm. And um, the people who are usually against it, like I'm, like I just look at it from an excitotoxin standpoint, right? Mm -hmm. Like I know it's a toxin, so mm -hmm. I'm just like, I know in high levels, it can't right. be good for you, right? But I also understand like the need for it, right? Mm -hmm. So like it goes back to the like almost the vaccine deal again. It's like, are all vaccines bad for you? No, it's done so much to help, but right. do we get too much of it in certain times? Yes, we do. The preserve is involved, yes. So there's like a two sides of the spectrum. Right. So I think like one of the things I find in Austin with everyone being holistic is that people are looking for dentists who are like have a stance on it, right? right. Like, are you for or against right. it? I need to know. Be right? definitive. Yeah, be definitive. So have an opinion. Yeah, so you're yeah. saying I have an opinion, but yeah. I also have uh, research to back it up. Right. Okay. And there's no documented research. Um, and I did it, I actually did a pretty extensive um, like diving into research when I was in my residency, and I constantly check out check in on it sure. um, but there's no research out there that really proves the toxicity linked to any sort of illnesses or diseases um, and I will say to people who aren't proponents of fluoride and they don't want it at all the systemic one in the in the water and whatnot is one thing but if you are putting a topical on like mm -hmm. the toothpaste or a treatment or, or sure. mouth rinse it's not actually getting ingested so it's just sitting on your teeth. It's changing the bond in your teeth, but it's not going through your system. Unless you're literally chugging the toothpaste. Yeah, which they tell you not to do anyway. Which you are not supposed to <laughs> yeah. do. <laughs> yeah. Definitely not supposed to do that. Yeah. But you're not gonna be ingesting and it's not gonna be going through your body. Okay, So that is, that's that's fair enough. I think it okay, is. Okay, cool. So, I mean, uh, the fluoride is probably like the biggest hot topic when it yeah. comes to dentistry. And here in Austin, people will ask, because they ask like, is there free range chickens or is this, you know, right? you know grass-fed beef or are you a fluoride free dentist yeah. you know kind of deal as well so uh just like everything that we do here we look at our research we look at our evidence-based stuff yeah. and we say like well here's what i know here's what i've seen in practice yeah. and i'm pretty sure you'll talk to many other dentists who are like look this has saved so many people from infections and all that here's why we were for it but but where did this come from to begin with like where why did this all start like the hot topic the hot topic you know that's a good question i have to kind of figure it out i think it's just more that we become into really knowing our bodies I think as a culture we've really developed into like I want to know what's going into my body because it can affect so much I mean you know that yeah. and so I think once that became a little bit more on the forefront we just didn't trust everything kind of thing people started to realize oh well it's a toxin but anything in excess can kill you right yeah. too much water you drown you know too much fluoride yeah, I mean, there's a chlorine in the water, and yeah. like, we gotta have salt water pools, and like, uh, I mean, I, I see that, like, and so I have, like, someone asked me this one time, because we do a lot of detoxes here, right, yeah. with all the vitamins and stuff, and they said, like, well, don't you always need to detox? And I was like, yeah, because you're always gonna have stuff that's being around you, right? And I've accepted it. Like, mm -hmm. if I don't, if I use shampoo, 
that's not like made in someone's bathtub, <laughs> like I'm pretty sure there's chemicals in there I need mm-hmm. to detox, right? Like I drink our delicious Slenderitas out of a plastic cup, you know? Right. So like, I know I need to detox from that, <laughs> right? So I, I have a constant way to get rid of that. And so like, if you were to say, hey, you know, if you are worried about fluoride and all that stuff, like what other nutrients would you recommend for someone to help as far as detoxification and oral health as well? Like what other vitamins and stuff? Well, definitely not necessarily linked to tooth decay. Typically, the best thing for tooth decay is going to be focusing on not getting any sugars or limiting your sugars, getting fluoride in there. Okay. But if you want to go on the flip side and go to gum infection, which is also pretty prevalent, B12 is recently, it's more recent research, is a deficiency in B12 is linked to periodontal disease. Um, So those are going to be more of... um, kind of the nutrients and vitamins that you need for for gum infection teeth wise it's going to be your fluoride it's going to be probably your flossing too i mean there's two things that when you're brushing there's two things that are mainly doing all the work the rest of the i'm going to say this the rest of the stuff in the toothpaste is kind of fluff okay the best thing in it is your fluoride and the bristles on your toothbrush really so that's why i recommend getting um an electric toothbrush because it does all the work for you. It adds a vibration into it. So you're getting that mechanical removal of the bacteria and the plaque. And then the floor is obviously doing what we talked about. Of course, of course. <laughs> so, so you mentioned B12. That yeah. is awesome because we do a lot of B12 yes. shots here. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, so I can tell people now this is good for your gums. It is. It is. I think it's more so that the the link is that if you are deficient in any sort of B12 is that there's it's you're more likely to kind of get periodontal disease but periodontal disease is I'll break it down real easy yeah. you ready okay. okay okay so gum infection there's two different kinds that people hear gingivitis mm-hmm. and periodontal disease gingivitis is like an inflammation of gums it's pretty normal sure. we have a joke everyone has a little gingivitis sure. you know like it's just like oh you didn't get the floss in that area right right, right. <laughs> or any area right right <laughs> but periodontal disease is a bigger inflammatory like a chronic inflammatory response to bacteria constantly sitting under the gums mm. and so when bacteria sits there what it does is just like what termites do to a home so a termite will invade a home and it'll start to destroy the support structure of the home that's what the bacteria does to your gums and it's different bacteria for your teeth and your gums so the bacteria that's in your gums will start to eat away at the bones and the gums, which is the support system of your teeth. Okay. So that's fair enough. Yeah. So okay. if you are deficient, you're just more um, likely to develop it. It's re- it's very new research. Okay. A lot of stuff with our nutrition and whatnot with dentistry is more in like the baby phases of research. And they're, but it's they're starting getting, to be implemented yeah. though. That's cool. Well, I mean, I remember from, you know, medical research and nursing school and all that was a. Uh, like thiamine like the deficiencies in that like you can have like cracks in your gums and your and, like your lips and then mm-hmm. like 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 riboflavin too yeah. yeah b12 is linked to that it's also linked to like fungal infections in the yeah. mouth if you're deficient so there's a lot of things we see people with like swollen tongues it basically if you're deficient you have a lot of inflammation it's, it's yeah. kind of the yeah. correlation between it in the oral cavity that's awesome yeah, yeah. i mean I, I think that B vitamins serve like so many roles. Like we use them here for like liver detox yeah. and weight loss and all that. But you're saying like the same B vitamins are needed here. Yeah. That's awesome. That's very cool. So like, so we've covered nutrition. We talked about fluoride, which yeah. is cool. Um, <laughs> we've talked about the, the yoga aspect and all that. So like when you consider yourself a holistic dentist, like is that a, t- a term that you would say that you normally like refer to you as? For me, not necessarily. Um, I think that 
What I do in dentistry is I take what we have in research and evidence-based, and everything we do in dentistry is evidence-based. Sure. We don't do anything just like, oh, this might be fun. Yeah. You know? Um, but... It depends what your definition of holistic is. Some people say holistic is because you don't use fluoride. Some say it's because you don't use amalgam, silver fillings. Some say it's because you're a calming atmosphere. You know, like it's yeah. really your definition of what a holistic kind of practice sure. is. I don't know that I would define myself as that. Um, yeah. I don't do silver fillings, but there's just a multitude of reasons besides the mercury that I don't do that. Yeah, because I know there's a lot of dentists on commercials that say like we don't we take them out, right? <laughs> And you can. The truth is, though, once it's in there, it's not releasing mercury. So if I have, I, I have fillings. Yeah. Like, so I don't have silver mercury going into my brain. Uh, uh-uh. They're silver. Yeah. Yeah. So there's mm-hmm. not going into my brain right now? It actually has more of a release of mercury when you remove it. Makes sense. But the amount of mercury in a silver filling is less than when you eat sushi. So okay. it's really not. But I mean, much. there's like a whole movement of people that come probably to you and ask, like, can you remove my fillings? Mm-hmm. Right? Like, mm-hmm. how often do you get that? Not a crazy amount. Not a too, too crazy amount. Um, I did when I was, I did my residency in Asheville. I got it a lot there. But I, the mentality, I think, of a lot of people with dentistry is like, if it's not broke, don't touch me. Right, <laughs> right, right, right. So I think a lot of people are like, listen, like, if I have to get it out, let's do it. But I have had some do it. And, you know, the risks with that, I can take it out. That's fine. But let's say that silver filling was, like, really close to your nerve, which basically means you had a big cavity back in the day whenever it was done. Yeah. Me going in there and removing it can cause more damage. Right. Just because the nerve of your tooth can be like, whoa, too close for comfort. I'm out of here. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, I I totally get that. And I'm... I'm not about to go run and get my fillings removed because, like, I, I just thought in general, I was like, well, it's going to cause more damage anyway because you're going to release could. something. But it could. It could and it couldn't. I mean, yeah, but, like, I don't think I'm, like, ill because no. of it right now. And I'm thinking, like, I don't think it creeped into my brain. But That's like, another thing that research doesn't really support. But yeah. a lot of people aren't using them. The main thing that I see is it causes cracks in teeth. Okay. Um, it's a metal, so it expands and contracts. The tooth doesn't. Okay. So that's one, the main concern. One other thing that I want to just ask about and I, this yeah. is probably a stupid question but like if is it is it possible that as you get older you are able to hold on to the same exact set of teeth that you have and not have to go to dentures if you simply just absolutely. brush your teeth and floss and go absolutely. to the dentist absolutely 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 so I don't have to get dentures if I don't no okay. oh that breaks my heart when people come in and they're like well everyone in my family had dentures and I'm like but no you're not everyone in your family I think a lot of it is home care and that's with anything that's yeah. with your natural teeth, anything I put in there, crowns, fillings, if the tooth has a root canal, even if it's an implant, even if it's a fake tooth, you need to take care of it. You need to make sure that you're brushing twice a day, that you're flossing at least once a day, yeah. that you're flossing correctly, making sure you're getting... What's, what's the correct... So the best way to look at it, so if you take your fist, yeah. your tooth is like your fist. Okay. So the top of it is bulbous, but underneath the gums, it kind of tapers in. Okay. And so you need to be, be able to get your floss into these little crevices. So you need to wrap it around the teeth. Does that make sense? Yeah. You want to do like a little C shape with it. Okay. And get underneath the gums. You don't want, I mean, don't jam it under your gums. I never you don't have to go this, too far. I never saw this instructional video. They didn't, they, they, never, they never sent this one to me in elementary But I school. think a lot of people, I get the question a lot about, well, I use like toothpicks or I use those little bristle brushes and whatnot. Well, what it are, goes in between yeah. the teeth. It does, but I personally don't think anything's better than your natural floss because you can actually hug the tooth 
with your natural floss and get onto the tooth and root surface that that bacteria is trying to adhere to. Yeah. I always joke when I go get my, my teeth clean, like, obviously you floss just like everyone else. I'm going to floss extra hard before I go in there. And yeah. I always swear, they <laughs> always go back in, they floss them. After I get clean, they still go in yeah. and the dentist comes in and, and flosses still. And I'm like, well, where did I miss? Like, I don't I don't get that. So I didn't, I'm not doing the correct method of wrapping wrap. the tooth. I'm not, not wrapping the tooth. Not. Most people don't even know to do that, though, so don't feel bad. Or brush their tongue. Or brush their tongue. Or brush their tongue. That's my yeah. favorite part, actually. Is brushing your tongue? Brushing yeah, your tongue, really? Do you have a tongue scraper? My mouth doesn't feel clean if I don't brush my tongue. I, I used like to have one of those. Tongue scrapers are great. Yeah. What's the tongue scraper? It's like a. The sometimes they come on the your toothbrush. Yeah. Is it like the apple peeler? <laughs> like that, we Not just as abrasive. That? <laughs> no, like quite as abrasive. It's like a copper, like wire kind of. Yeah. And it, it, it's like a little U, like mm-hmm. this. And you just hold the two ends of it, and, and you like put it on tongue. the back of your tongue, and then just run it down your tongue, and it's like disgusting. Yeah, it's like it like pulls all the bacteria off, and like you wake up and you do it first thing in the morning, like oh my god, why was that just in my mouth? Like it's so. Well, bad. that's what flossing is too. Yeah, that's what I tell everyone. I'll, I mean, true story. I never flossed, and then I got two cavities while I was in dental school and felt like a failure. Really? Oh, oh absolutely. <laughs> I was like, who am I? I'm supposed to be the professional. Awesome. And so then at that point, I made a conscious decision that I was going. Going to floss. That's awesome. And then once you see the food that comes out, you're like, oh my god, <laughs> let that sit there. Well, isn't it true that the mouth is one of the detox pathways of the body too, yeah. right? That's why you wake up and you have morning breath in the morning. Mm-hmm. So like, that's the thing. That's like where the theory of like oil pulling comes too. Is like you just let whatever the cleansing oil is like pull the bacteria off of your tongue and teeth and yeah. like seep into that. And when you spit the oil out, it's like disgusting. Yeah, I was, I was gonna ask you about that. Oil have pulling. You, have you ever done that? Um, no. No. Um, coconut, what, what? I mean, coconut oil and sugar. <laughs> so essentially what you're doing is swishing with sugar for a very long time. Wait, coconut oil has sugar? Mm, it has some. It has some traces of sugar. But I wouldn't, again, I could do everything research-based. So until there's studies that are like, hey, look at all these people who did oil pulling yeah. and look at how beneficial it was for their cavities, there's no properties that we've detected that are actually anti-cavity. So that's, that's official stance. That's the, my stance. Okay, all right, that's cool. But like I said, I'm always curious. No, but this is the thing. These are the probably the questions that like people will come and ask you here in Austin, right? They'll be like, hey, I'm doing this oil pool. I'm doing, or, I mean, you might even say like, oh, you have uh, a, a cavity or you have an issue, I'm gonna need to do this. And you say, no, 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 I'm right. gonna do it natural. Right. And this is probably the natural way they'll do it. Right, which is, it's it's tough to hear that. <laughs> well, I know, I know. Well, it's, like, it's like I've heard people say they switch with the hydrogen peroxide. Right. I mean, you probably heard that too, right? I have. Hydrogen peroxide in its pure form is going to be really bad for your gums. Right. Really, really so bad. So I couldn't imagine, like, actually doing that. Yeah. I have mean, you ever have you had your teeth whitened at all or whitened your teeth? Uh, I But it was like baking soda. I mean, yeah. that's what I used. Yeah, yeah baking soda. Yeah. Baking soda takes off, like, that, that um, initial layer. So it doesn't go really, really deep. Yeah. It's just, like, an abrasive agent. It's like that a takes good once over. Yeah, it's like a little, <laughs> little scrub, but yeah. not, like, getting in there. Yeah, yeah, that's all it is. For sure. It's like, uh, it's like bathing with... Uh, would just spraying like cologne on you. Yeah, like, basically. Like, I didn't have time to shower. Like, it'll get rid of those like surface stains from coffee and whatnot, well, right. but it's not going to dig deeper. Yeah. But um, no hydrogen. I mean, we use hydrogen peroxide. Basically, our whitening is carbamide peroxide, which is sure. a derivative of it. Yeah. Um, and hydrogen peroxide gets released when it hits water, so your saliva. Yeah. Um, but if you get it on your gums, it burns. So rinsing with hydrogen peroxide sounds like a terrible idea to me. Uh, I w- there's actually IVs that they give hydrogen peroxide for like chelation yeah. to detoxify, like if they have mercury fillings yeah. or nothing. Yeah, right. So like, <laughs> but I'm just like I wouldn't. I 
I can't give someone an IV of that. Like, because I just don't know the reaction because it's acidic and that the same. bleach. I don't know. Yeah, like, I just I'm, can't. I just don't think that's a good idea to be <laughs> running that through your bloodstream. Yeah. I, I don't know. I Until I see the research. Well, right? the thing is, there's there's people out there doing that stuff, and I'm just like, and people have asked me, like, well, do you do that? And I'm like, no, I'm not going to do that. I try to, like, I am evidence based, right? Yeah. So, like, I look at, say, like, if there's research out there, I need to see several articles and prove it in practice before I even try it on someone else. Absolutely. And so, like, we used to have zinc in our IVs okay. we took it out because somebody has a heavy metal allergy all of a sudden they started having their throat close up so I'm like Not well good. that's a bad idea yeah. let's remove that for everyone so yeah. like anything that we give someone like in a shot or an IV the side effects can be very minimal the benefits will be very big right so right. like that's why when it comes to like you know dentistry and all that these questions that I'm asking you or what people ask me all I'm the sure. time and I'm just like I don't know what to tell you because I wasn't training in this but right. at the same time like I don't know what to tell you because I don't know the research behind it yeah. right yeah. But people will literally try it. I wouldn't be surprised if people just got like a little bit of gasoline with rubbing alcohol and so like I'm probably going to get rid of my canker sores this way. Yeah, it's pretty um, surprising sometimes what people do. The worst story I heard, and it didn't happen to me, but um, one of my colleagues told me that a patient lost her bridge, like her bridge fell out, sure. which it should be permanently in there, and she took super glue <laughs> and glued it back <laughs> yeah. in. And her lip got glued. Oh, it was a, apparently a no. big, like, oh, OR. Yeah. So, you know, until I see the research, <laughs> I don't know that I could recommend um, that kind of thing. <laughs> so what would you do if you saw that in practice? You'd have to probably get them to an oral surgeon or if you are an oral surgeon, sedate That's them. like an emergency situation, right? Yeah, pretty emergency. Like, I'm pretty sure they ended up having to kind of laser it off it ended up being a big thing chances are she lost the teeth like oh it's just not a good news for the record if you ever have a crown and it comes off one call your dentist um and then two you can go to like cvs or walgreens and they have like temp cement yeah 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 <laughs> get put it back in yeah. so that's a way better way to uh, go yeah. Well, like in theory, like they're probably like, this makes sense. Right, it's a glue. Right? Well, you know, we hear like, oh, glue, cement. Well, we're not really using glue and cement. Yeah. We say as Baldo used um, Gorilla Glue to hang up our little sign thing. Oh, that thing kept falling down left and right. It was funny. <laughs> and now it does And now it does it. He used Gorilla Glue on the wall. Proof. Giving him crap for it. <laughs> That's funny. There's our evidence, fans. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Oh, jeez. All right, so... Uh, yeah, so I, I think that when it comes to overall, like you, you don't consider yourself holistic, but I do. I consider you okay. holistic because I think the definition of the word holistic is that you're basically looking at all aspects uh, and, and, and taking that into account when it comes mm -hmm. to like your overall health, especially if you're a practitioner. So like as a dentist, you're probably going to encounter a lot of everyday issues and you're going to be the first person to notice it because mm -hmm. they might be coming to you instead of going to their family doctor mm -hmm. for an issue. And like, oh, yeah. by the way, did you notice this is going on in your gums or your tooth or your mouth right. or you got this cold sore or you got this coming up right mm -hmm. here? And it's an indication of overall health, right? I mean, right. that's what dentistry is. Yeah. Dentistry, I mean, your mouth is your gateway to your body. Yeah. You know, so you have to keep a healthy mouth. I, we touch on B12 and that's really good and you said ulcers that's actually something too that we say is a lot of people get ulcers if they're deficient on B12 in the ah, mouth as well. so yeah so it, it, your body has a way of showing you that something's off they do and it, it's definitely dental health is also linked and we've talked about before this like hormones yeah. as well oh yeah we need and to talk about this yeah, yeah you're okay. mainly gonna see it in women so um, and the two hormones, the reason for it is estrogen and progesterone. Okay. And what that does is it increases blood flow to the gums. So 
if someone's going through puberty, they're menstruating, um, or they're pregnant, they're going to have this rush of hormones, especially in pregnancy. And so the gums will be more inflamed. They'll tend to bleed a little bit more, be a little more irritated. That's not usually an issue. We call it, that's going to be your norm while your hormones are elevated, yeah. as long as it goes away. Now, if you have this chronic, like my gums always bleed when I brush and I have constant bad breath or anything like that, well, there's going to be an underlying issue. It's most likely some sort of severity of periodontal disease. Right. So um, we definitely see that women, especially pregnant women. Okay, that's mm-hmm. interesting because, I mean, I found that out. My wife's pregnant, and so, like, yeah. increased circulation. We were taught in school, and mm-hmm. I know that, too. But you got to imagine anywhere in the body as well. So yeah. you got to, like, if you see a pregnant lady coming in, you're probably like, man, this is going to be a messy situation, right? <laughs> it's not always. It's not always. Everyone, you know, Everyone's body is different. So people experience kind of different severity of it. Yeah. Um, but, you know, obviously care, dental care with, with pregnancy, you don't want to do anything that's really elective. You know, if you can hold off on whitening, sure. hold off on whitening, you know. Yeah. But you have an infection in there or you have um, periodontal disease, which is an infection, it can definitely start affecting the baby. So you want to take care of those things. Man, that's awesome. That's why dentistry is always going to have patients, right? You're always well, going to have a constant supply. Well, everyone has teeth. And there's, I mean, there's a multitude of things. It's not just cavities. No, you know, of course not. We see cracked teeth all the time, and a lot of that has to do with the way the patient's bite is. Yeah, like your TMJ issues and stress and headaches That's a huge, and all that. I mean, yeah. TMJ is a huge area of research right now, and they're linking it because it's so multifactorial Yeah. Um, that they're just finding all of this links to, like, sleep apnea, that people who fix their sleep apnea stop their, their grinding, but if that's if the sleeping apnea is causing it. Like you said, it's stress, yeah. it's the muscle, it could be skeletal, it could be a combination. Hasn't yeah. there been some research coming out recently too about like dental health and heart health? Yeah, Yeah, definitely. like there's just some weird correlation between the two. So, well, basically it's the dental health that they're talking about in those circumstances is periodontal disease. So it's that chronic inflammation. And gotcha. so a lot of our diseases are chronic our inflammation. inflammation. So with heart disease, they haven't quite gotten the, if it's correlation or causation kind of thing. Right. Um, but what they have found is that periodontal disease increases the risk of heart disease and it also exasperates it. On the flip side, like diabetes, we find that it's more so you have diabetes and then as a result, you can get periodontal disease. That makes so, sense. Yeah, but also with like rheumatoid arthritis, strokes, cancers, they're starting to do more research into that with um, with periodontal disease. Have they done any research as to like, if, like you said, um, with, uh, crap, what was the one that you said causes, so periodontal, yeah, so di- mm-hmm. diabetes, so like, if you have periodontal disease, could that, but undetected diabetes, mm-hmm. like, so that could be like a yeah. warning sign of Absolutely. like, oh, hey, like, this is just the later surface version right. of yeah. the fact that you're already inflamed and hey, by the way, you have diabetes, here's a warning sign in your mouth. Yeah, That's for sure. so weird. It yeah. is, the mouth can show you a lot of things. Yeah. And you can see like if patients are B12 deficient or anemic mm-hmm. or they have, I mean, obviously you can find cancers in the mouth as well. And so like the mouth is kind of like your signal a yeah. lot of times. And a lot of times we get patients from physicians that are like, ah, I'm not sure what's going on in there. Yeah, there's a bunch. <laughs> please, Good luck with that. Please take care of this. Yeah, <laughs> well, uh, chiropractors always try to compare their work to that of dentists, you know, mm-hmm. in a sense of saying, like, 
if it's more of a maintenance issue with you, like you're in a good spot, right? Same Absolutely. deal with chiropractic. Like get an adjustment, you know, just maintain what you already have. But at the same time, we always say like, man, if you had your spine on your face, like you would definitely take care of it. So like when people <laughs> smile all the time, yeah. they're like, damn, something's going on. Maybe yeah. I should go get that looked at. That's true. That is true. A lot of people ignore their dental care too. Yeah. Um, like. You won't mention names, right? <laughs> but when, when was the last seeing. time you when was the last time you went to the dentist, Waldo? Tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> Tomorrow. Yeah. But um, the thing with dentistry, you're right. Everything's prevention. Yeah. So if I catch a cavity that's in the enamel, that hard structure, the cool thing is that the body can remineralize and stop it. So if we catch it early enough and we get fluoride we get into the fluoride it, in there. <laughs> we oh, can man. stop the progression. Well, yeah. once it's in, so the two structure underneath your enamel is your dentin. And that is super porous. That's when a cavity needs to be taken care of. Yeah. So if it's in that soft tooth structure, we got to take care of it. And then if you ignore that, then you're going to get a bigger cavity and then you're going to need a crown. Then if we ignore that, it's going to go into the nerve and then you it's need a crown. Effect. It's literally a domino effect. Yeah. Whereas if we just get better habits I like dominoes. and we get it's you in maintenance <laughs> it's way better <laughs> you can have the pizza you just can't get the chocolate cookie cake that comes with well, it well no right? because carbs too all the carbs that's right because there's sugar in carbs but so, cheese is good for your teeth cheese is good for your <laughs> teeth because the calcium and there hard cheese is good for your teeth better than soft cheese because it mechanically removes as you bite into it <laughs> oh so then I guess that answers the question of if people said that they got all their meals through like protein shakes it would probably be bad for the homeostasis of the body because there's no mechanism of mm -hmm. chewing right mm -hmm. that mm -hmm. has to have some kind of neurological effect yeah. on you too yeah. Yeah. yeah you probably love juice cleanses huh <laughs> all that sugar and no I chewing know. but the truth is like no one's gonna cut it out I'm not gonna even cut it out I just yeah. know how to counteract it you know like Halloween's coming up we're gonna be busy here pretty soon I know they do a lot, a lot of dental offices do buybacks of the candy I didn't do it I wasn't oh, really? that mean no. So what do you pass out for? You pass out well, you, floss. Well, we basically... Right? Yeah, yeah. I probably guys <laughs> <some> floss. <laughs> awesome. That's awesome. But they buy it back, and then I think a lot of them will send it to the troops. So oh, the troops okay. can get cavities, but not the kids. <laughs> 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 Which I found funny. I thought you were going to say, like, we take out back and burn it. Like, <laughs> you know, like dump a gasoline on it. Maybe we should we're have a candy burning party. <laughs> can't even do that. That would be a good party. Oh, if you want just, like, look at it, like, no, I got to have eaten that. It's like, like a new name to sugar burners. <laughs> yeah, like the travesty behind it. Like, I know. Wrong. I felt bad. We had a bowl out for, for Halloween, and I was like, I'm so bad. I'm handing out candy. Everyone's judging me. Everyone's judging Everyone's me. But enjoy. Yeah, enjoy. <laughs> Just come see me in Just about a week. Just come see yeah. me. Just brush your teeth. Yeah. So so if someone did want to come see you, how do they find you? So I am in the Mira Vista Shopping Plaza right next to me. Right next to <laughs> You don't have to say them. You don't have to say them. <laughs> no. um, I am at Westlake Dental Studio. Perfect. Um, in that shopping plaza. And then you can also find me on Instagram at yogi underscore dentist. Perfect. And I will say follow her for certain because you have a lot of great educational videos, things like this as well that you're talking about, hey, this will help you. And yeah. even like I see some videos after surgery, like some yeah. teeth are pulled. Oh, yeah. yeah so, Nothing will scare you more than that, right? Yeah, like that will scare you straight <laughs> to make sure you floss and brush your teeth. Absolutely. So. That's cool. So, yes, the Yogi Dentist, thank you yeah. so much for coming of on. Course. And uh, if you ask for it, ask for Dr. Jenny. Yes, Dr. Jenny. Perfect. Awesome. Y'all come see us here at MSW Lounge. Y'all have a good one. Thank you. Thank you.